Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who were breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. So last week, look at me pointing that way. Look at me accusing. That's quite a point. Last week, we uh, talked to Erin Friday from California. She is fighting against uh, the so-called trans cult. It is a cult, but it's so-called trans. And the sexualization of children, the perversion of children in California, uh, with the voters' initiative to protect parental rights. This is a battlefield, and there are separate countries, even in, even in Washington State, they're fighting for parental rights. Good friend of mine, Jesse Young, joins us. He is leading this fight with others. I'm sure he'll give credit to others to protect parental rights in the separate country of Washington where parental rights do not exist. I remind you, it was about four weeks ago, I helped another family get their kid out of one of these separate countries. Because the glitter families, these are perverted people who literally have found a way legally to kidnap your 13-year-olds, were coming for a kid. Like a couple weeks ago, we did that. This is real. It's coming to states near you. I think this is the very last chance for my formerly beloved state of Washington, which is no longer a state. It's a separate country. Jesse Young joins us on the Todd Herman Show with the help of Renew Healthcare, R-E-N-U-E dot healthcare. I am so thankful for what they did for me using God's designs with the good stem cells, the non-abortion stem cells. That's where you go to elevate your healthcare. Speaking of God, we can't do this without him. Thank you, Father God, for making this possible. Now we'll begin in three, two, one. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times to which God has decided we should live. And if you see me looking at this thing, by the way, that's the show notes. That's my teleprompter. I use teleprompters, but I'm not texting while I'm talking with my friend Jesse Young. Jesse, welcome back to the Todd Herman Show. It's been a while, my brother. Hey, Todd. It's good to be with you. It great has to, been a while. Great to be with you. Now people finally get to see what you look like. That's awesome. People haven't yet met you. Um, what's the state of parental rights in the separate country of Washington, in your opinion? Because in my opinion, they don't exist. Uh, scary is probably the, the best one word description. Uh, yeah, they, they exist in the, in the eyes of the government as long as they believe that they're the ones that get to parent your kids. And that's what's scary about it. Is this state- and, and that's really big fight is yeah as a state representative you had people coming to you didn't you help my kids yeah you know uh, a lot not a lot of uh the behind the scenes constituent work that representatives are elected to do gets talked about because every election cycle you're trying to get reelected, and people want to talk about issues that matter uh you know up front to them like the price of gas or something but the number one issue that my office had were, were parents coming in asking for help to get their kids back from an overzealous DSHS 
I mean, the amount of stories that would just come in and gut wrench, you know, you, you got some, some dads being accused by some in-law of doing something. DSHS shows up, snatches the kids. And then you've got the dad and the mom in there begging me to step in to try to help. We saw that over and over again in different variations. And, uh, it, it you know, the, the amount of laws that I saw over the past decade get passed where the listeners don't even know this right now, that if you have a blood relative that has any level of cyclical access to your child, they can sue you if you take away that level of access and the courts have to give it to them. The, the, these usurpations of parental rights, as a matter of fact, is probably one of the biggest threats I ever had in, in, in my political career was on that particular bill where they wanted to allow blood relatives access to your kids over and above the parents. So in other words, just to be clear, if the parents say, no, I don't like the decisions you're making in life, you're not gonna have access to my kids. I think you're, they now sue you because of this bill. They can now sue you in court to get access to your children, the same level that you, you, they had before. And under state law, they can win that case. I remember speaking on the floor of the house and I used the phrase a couple of times, blood sucking lawyers, because this was all pushed by the law lobby that want to, they make millions of dollars a year ripping families, families apart through divorce proceedings. This was just another play for them to put money in their pockets and the, the entire body went along with it and passed it. And that's just, that, that's, we're not even getting into the, the real heinous stuff of where they're pre preventing parents from finding their kids. If their kids run away, if their kid has been taken away by some school official to go get some, uh, you know, an abortion or a transgender surgery, it is scary. Yeah. And, and I think scary is a really, really good word for it. Just to, to nail this down for people. Um, if and this happens, um, I had a friend of mine whose daughter was uh, in a, a mentally very bad place. Uh, she'd suffered severe abuse as a kid. And she decided that she wanted to no longer live at home. And, and uh, of course, she wanted to be a boy. And she was seeking that. She got herself to her um, aunt's house. And the mom said, you're 12. You don't get to do this. Come back. And the aunt said, no. No, I'm, I'm not sending your daughter back. There's nothing you can do. I have access to her cyclically. I have just as much standing to her as you do. And yeah. in fact, um, the, the law is such that the police had to agree. There's nothing we can do. You're going to have to sue. You're going to have to go to court. So your sister, who's telling your daughter she's a boy, has the same standing that you do as a parent. This is the stuff that's being exported to your state. I promise you this. And we'll continue to talk to Jesse about this, what he's doing with a group called One Washington. I also wanted to get into a topic of a whole bunch of initiatives that have been passed in the separate country of Washington. But for some reason, they can't get a hearing in uh, Olympia, which is the capital of that separate country. And I think it has to do with Republicans, because I also want to talk to Jesse about the Republicans who behind the scenes sell out on this stuff constantly. They're happy to, 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 to uh, trade minor tax cuts for letting people have, have their parental rights taken away. We are people who prepare, right? We see what's coming and it's wisdom to prepare. God tells us that the wise see a storm coming and the wise prepare. We build our houses on solid rock foundation. Make sure that you in your home have built on a solid foundation and being able to handle the worst that comes your way. Get to fourpatriots.com slash Todd. Check out what they've done with the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. This now has 12 AC outlets, two USB 2 connections, which charge devices twice as fast. It has two times the peak power of the other solar generators, and it's still a bug out kit dream. You can pick this thing up and take it with you in a, you know, maybe a minute's notice, not even that, 30 seconds. But 
Here's what they've done now. Forpatriots.com slash Todd will give you the solar panels for free. So you can run medical devices, refrigerators, freezers, et cetera, in your home, your computers. And if God forbid you have to bug out, you take it with you. Even if it's just because there's a flood or something like that, you'll want power with you. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Todd. Remember, you get free shipping on orders over 97 bucks. Plus, you get peace of mind and the ability to help a neighbor because we all want to be able to do that. Fourpatriots.com slash Todd. Jesse Young's with me. Um, Jesse, you guys have gotten together a group called One Washington in an attempt to restore parental rights. And I didn't get to tell you this. Maybe you heard me in the intro talking about this. We, a couple of weeks ago, had to help a family get their kid out of one of the separate countries, their son, who wanted to be a girl. And we had to help pretty much smuggle them over here. Um, and then the, 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 one of the parents has this kid and is not telling the other parent where they're at. Because when CPS shows up and says, you will not let your kid go get chemically mutilated, therefore you're an abusive parent, the, the other spouse can say, well, I can't help you because I don't know where my kid is. Jesse, that's probably the 51st family we've seen face this. So you guys yeah. are taking this head on with one Washington. So talk about this. I think last, last, I think this is the last chance to save Washington state. Well, I, I think you're right. And you know, it, as you were recapping the, the, the last uh, example I gave you, you know, it dawned on me. I mean, it's gotten even worse. And this is the outcome of that. The, you know, this last session, we watched as two Republicans passed, joined with the Democrats and passed a bill that, you know, so before the, the can run and hide and the police can maybe look for them and then, but they're, they're losing in the courts. Under 1469, which was just passed, the police, it's illegal for the police to even assist you now. They can't. So if someone takes your kid and they flee to Washington state or they run away and some school counselor or, or, or some nonprofit agency that's getting greased through all the budgetary work that the Democrats are doing in the state, they get a hold of their kid and they're getting a transgender surgery. They're getting them some type of hormone treatment. If, if you try to seek the police out to try to find your lot, your runaway child, they're not allowed to help you. And none of the agencies are compelled now, even through court order, to tell you where their kid is. They don't know where the kid is and they can't even tell you. So Washington is aiding and abetting uh, a, a major trafficking effort. And you're going to make Washington state the Mecca of child trafficking in the world because of these laws. And, and, and it's almost as though the Democrats here in Washington state will say, well, we wear those a badge of honor because for once we're finally farther ahead of the curve than California is. Right. And, and they, they literally they think it's an accomplishment. And, you're and what you're seeing, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you see these cases continue to grow. Well, they're going to continue to grow. And, and you're continuing to now drive the mutilation of children chemically and surgically yeah. into a $20 billion marketplace. That state is also the place where you can buy babies in bulk. You think I'm lying? You can fly a surrogate mother into the separate country of Washington. You can impregnate her with seven kids. You can buy, you can fly seven surrogate mothers and impregnate them with seven kids. And as long as the so-called parent comes in once during the gestation, once, when the babies are born, they can pick them up and leave as long as they pay the fee. And there's no background checks. They're selling babies in bulk. And they're selling the bodies of kids in bulk. And, and Jesse, Republicans lean over for this. You, you guys have a real problem in, in the name of Drew Strokesbury, Strokesbury who now supposedly leads Republicans. You have a real problem um, in the case of, of uh, Lloyd Braun, the so-called Senate minority leader, 
uh, an absolute buffoon of a Republican who is a weak man, who has no spiritual grounding, who is spiritually a coward. God made us in his image, man and man, male and female. Jesus said, if you get between me and the kids, you're going to wish someone took a millstone around your neck and threw you into the ocean. The teaching on this is so clear. Um, talk about some of the, your, your former colleagues and, and maybe you know, th- these people who sell this out. I know Braun. I know about others. And this is endemic. It's not a Washington State story. This is a, an America story. It got this bad with Republican help. You know, I just I just pray that that some of these leaders uh, would would maybe go watch the Sound of Freedom and and maybe that would touch their hearts a little bit because we're we when you're elected you're given this level of authority to ideally make uh, decisions that save and help people not that are politically expedient or cowardly and that seems to be the jurisprudence that comes out of this leadership they think that the more egalitarian issues and sitting back and play in defense waiting for the Democrats to make a mistake is the right path back to leadership. And they don't care what the human cost is in the meantime by playing this prevent defense. They think it's smart. They think that they're wise. And, you know, the Bible says that these type of leaders would be wise in their own eyes and, and the wisdom of God would seem foolish to them. It's not foolish ever. Let's just be clear. It's never foolish to stand up for kids. It's never foolish to share the examples that you that you just talked about, someone flying in here getting impregnated. They might want to make fun of those things in their egalitarian circles. But let's be clear, these are real cases. And kids, are be, their lives are being destroyed. And very few of these politicians seem to be willing to risk their seat for the sake of saving one kid. And I, I looked at that equation and I said, I could care less. If you want to vote me out, God bless you. It's your right to vote. But I'm going to stand in the gap and I would use every means possible, legally oath-bound possible to me, to try to stop this stuff. And that's what you're talking about when you when you talk about the leadership. They'll come back and they'll say, well, Pod, we're in the minority. They have more votes than we do. So why don't you just chill? And I would come back as one that's been behind the curtain, that's seen the inside baseball, and I will tell you, there are a thousand different administrative plays that you could do to gum up. And at the very least slow down the works so that they don't ram through so many bills at once. Make them pay such an administrative burden cost that they can't get their agenda through and they think twice about pushing such through because you made it painful to them. You remember when I did that with the uh, the uh, Second Amendment bills where I, I dropped a bunch of, you know, over 120-some amendments on a and, – and it killed the bill because parliamentarily they would have had to take weeks to process everything. And we've worked together on some other initiatives. We tried to do that with the same uh, sex ed bill where we partnered together to try to get, I think we had like 160 amendments with your help. Right. And that would have worked, except that uh, Representative Wilcox killed it by going and helping a Democrat defeat it parliamentarily so, and so, not standing up for the counterpunches we could have done. So understand this is a story around the country. Please understand this. You have Republican governors and Republicans, weak Republicans like Drew Strokesbury. Um, and, and these are names you don't know because they're Washington state names. Uh, uh, Lloyd Braun, you have uh, John Braun, pardon me, um, and, and JT Wilcox, who, who did exactly what Jesse's talking about. What Jesse's talking about, what we did is we crowdsourced to help Jesse find all the objectionable stuff in the, in the perverse pornographic sex ed bill that has now made its way around the country. This was years ago where we said, okay, hey, let's have an amendment where you don't get to teach kids how to have sexual blood play in high school. Let's just say that. 
let's have an amendment that says you don't get to teach kids how to masturbate with fruits and vegetables. And if you think I'm lying, I'm not. That was actually part of the curriculum that that that, that, that was some of the curriculum that was sponsored. You don't get to teach kids to use um, non-microwavable uh, um, uh, saran wrap as a dental dam for oral sex in eighth grade. You don't get to tell kids in seventh grade that taking naked baths with their friends is an important form of intimacy. You don't get to do that. You don't get to tell kids, talk with the teachers about your sexual habits and activities and fantasies, not with your parents. And we amassed a bunch of these um, amendments and Jesse was going to read these on the floor. But what you're saying is uh, JT Wilcox, who's been replaced by the equally hapless um, and eager to sell out Drew Strokesbury, he went behind the scenes with Democrats to, to, to help them get their perverse bill passed. Yeah, he did that. He also did it in the press. He he signaled to them in the press. Uh, literally, you go back and watch the articles. He 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 documented how they could defeat my play uh, parliamentarily, and they they attempted to do that. And but he didn't realize that I had read through all of our rule books. It's a very dry read, but I had done that work on behalf of my constituents in the past. And so when they made that play to try to defeat all the amendments that we put on. I came back with something else. And if, you, if anybody ever had the inclination to go back and look at the floor action that was occurring probably at midnight on the floor and they see everything shut down, I, they turn off the cameras. You couldn't see how that floor erupted and how the Democrat leadership went nuts when I broke through their parliamentary uh, blockade. And uh, then I watched JT go running back behind the scenes, going to talk to the speaker. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, they, they end up, finding a way to defeat it and all. And, and that's because J, they had JT's help. And that's exactly what happens. A lot of these, a, a lot of the expedited processes that they do to pass these bills require the right set of rules to operate under and the rules that the legislators themselves agree to. Yeah. And that's what these leaders do. They agree to rules that allow them to get away with it. I mean, if you were to go back and look at, um, if you follow the money and you look at the budgets and you look at what businesses are associated with what legislators and who got the most COVID funding backdoor, you see where some of these leaders have a motivation to cut deals with Democrats because in the back end, budgetary money gets funneled uh, back into uh, places that really benefit them or their donors. And if you if you decide this, to try to stand up to that, they'll try to character assassinate you. Um, and in the meantime, regular families are suffering, their kids are, their lives are getting destroyed and they don't seem to, and on top of that, they'll go to their, they'll go to their elite Bellevue based fundraisers and they'll talk about how, so how sophisticated they are and how, can't you see how, isn't it good that we can all get along? We're getting along. Right. You're getting along with a Democrat that's killing your kid. Right. And that's not good. This is the attitude of the, uh, of the Stokesbury side of the Republican party. You have them in Wyoming and you have them in Texas too. Um, sell out yep. and they brag about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're part of the establishment. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We don't talk about the social issues. We're about tax cuts and that's and, and slight changes in regulation. And if they sleep well at night, then then I, I don't know how other than the sleep of the unjust and being condemned to believe they're doing the right thing. 80% of Americans are short on magnesium, which leads to feelings of anxiety and terrible sleep. If you're not getting the sleep you need, get to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, particularly magnesium breakthrough. This is the product I take a couple hours before bed. It's not a sleeping pill. It's nothing like that. It, it fights anxiety because it regulates the hormone cortisol. Magnesium does that. Magnesium breakthrough has all seven forms of magnesium. So I feel relaxed. You guys have never seen me relax. I can't be relaxed and do the show. 
When I relax, I feel warm and ready for sleep. And one of the greatest pleasures in the world is reading a book in bed. After you have your talk with your wife and you're praying, you're reading a book and the next thing you know, you wake up in the morning. I never get that unless I'm on Magnesium Breakthrough. Go to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, including Magnesium Breakthrough, so that your dreams can power your recovery of your body and then you can power life. Bioptimizers.com slash Todd, promo code Todd for 10% off. Jesse Young is with us. Um, Jesse, talk briefly about One Washington, um, the organization, yep. what you're doing. And then I want to get into these, um, these initiatives because I have a lot of friends in the separate country of Washington who say, this is it. We've got a bunch of initiatives passed. This is going to change things. We're finally taking our state back because it's not going to happen through the legislature. So start by talking about One Washington, please. Yeah, well, uh, the real quick background, One Washington formed back when the governor under his uh, COVID mandates, tried to close all churches in the state. And uh, out of the local church that I happen to be a part of, um, a bunch of people got together and funded a lawsuit that took it all the way up to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, to force the governor to open back churches. And we were successful. We forced yeah. his hand and he had, to, he had to acknowledge he had no right to close churches. And so out of that sprung a desire to stay active uh, on, on behalf of others. I mean, when he tried to cross the line and said that we couldn't even meet uh, for spiritual purposes, um, that was just a, a line too far for a bunch of people at uh, Harborview Fellowship. So One Washington was created as a, as a result of that. And then when the governor started to uh, push his COVID mandates and that you had to get the, the vaccines to keep your jobs, and we, we just, we had such an influx of people coming in asking for support that we started to uh, uh, create workshops around the state that allowed people to secure their um, their religious exemption. Yeah. And we ended up traveling around the state doing a lot of uh, events around that. And that just kind of codified and set the foundation for what Washington, One Washington is. And our focus is to, to unite Washington around common principles and, and get us united as, as one body and, and make sure voices is heard. And so we've been very, very selective in what we choose to do. Because there, there are lots of... Ad, ad, uh, agencies and, and advocacy groups out there that seek to get political, but then they end up spreading themselves too thin. They want to touch every issue. And so we've decided that in this cycle, that the issue that is the the line in the sand is parental rights and standing up for women. And this assault on on womanhood, uh, this assault on our, our little girls and our little boys and, and the rights for parents to raise their kids and be the preeminent authority figure in their life and not have government overreach come in and try to take your child from you. That's a, that's a hill to die on. And so we, we chose to get involved this campaign. And so we've been running a major cycle around one of the initiatives that's going to go to the people in November, uh, initiative 2081, which would create a parent's bill of rights. And we believe that is the foundation to securing a, a possible future or a foothold to claw back a future for the state of Washington and for the parents and people live here. And, and we believe, and we, and we found that this unites a lot of people. There, there are Democrat voting family members out there that don't want government infringing upon their right to raise their kid. And it could be for a myriad of reasons. And to be honest, we don't care what those reasons are because we stand for the principle of parental rights. It's a, it's a God-given right to raise your children as the best you see fit. And we don't care if you vote Democrat. We don't care if you're independent or Republican. We want to stand up for those rights. And so we put a major effort. We're going to con continue to do that. So it's an initiative to the legislature. The legislature is not doing much with it. We can talk about that 
I'm sure if you want. Um, but ultimately, this is going to show up on your ballot in November in Washington State, along with a number of others. And we want to do everything we possibly can to make sure that people understand what it is and that they vote yes for it so that we get that right back. Yep. So it's you doing this. And then in California, uh, we talked last week with Erin Friday and her organization, uh, protectkidsca.com. They're doing the same thing. And it's 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 in one hand uh, inspiring to see people staying and fighting and attempting to claw this back. On the other hand, this is how desperate this is. If the separate countries, Washington, Oregon, California, New York, if they succeed in maintaining this stance that they own your kids, here's what they own, society. It is year zero. And this will be a generation of kids and the next who don't even recognize parents as integral to their growth. It's not just a, it's not just a right as parents to raise our kids. It's a godly duty to raise our kids, to raise them up right, to input on their foreheads and their minds the word of God in every opportunity we have to teach it on a minute-by-minute basis. And God knows they don't want us doing that. Part of the reason they're doing this is to divorce kids from godly parents. In fact, in a lot of the textbooks, in the lessons, in the perverse pornographic sex ed, they call out Christian parents who simply don't understand how important it is for you to have orgies in eighth grade. They just can't see it because they're too conservative. And they, in fact, say, you may not want to share this with um, your parents, particularly conservative Christian parents. They call it out. So you're saying, Jesse, that this isn't getting a lot of action in the the legislature run by, on the Republican side, Drew Stokesbury and, um, and John Braun. Yeah, you know, the, the, the Let's Go Washington, which, started the initiatives and got the signatures did a lot of work to get these these initiatives there's six of them yeah um up on uh that are sent to the legislature yeah and the way that these initiatives work or differ from say the initiatives that most people in washington are familiar with is they go to the legislature first and the legislature has the opportunity to enact them straight away and if the legislature chooses not to then they will show up on the ballot in the following november well Apparently, the game plan for uh, Let's Go Wild was they were, they were hoping that uh, the Republicans would do their job and make sure that these initiatives got some form of attention in Olympia, but they've received anything but. And so everyone's crying murder because the, there hasn't been a single public hearing for any of these initiatives. And now they're, you're seeing people come out, well, so that's not constitutional. Like, I, I know how this works, and the Democrats have done everything they needed to do with the, the initiative. They're going to get heard in November. They've put them on the first reading calendar. The reason why they're not getting a hearing is because the Republican leadership isn't pushing hard enough and making life hard enough on the Democrats to force them to hear these bills. So, for example, imagine the first day of session starts uh, in January. The middle of January, they, they come in, and on the first day, they try to do some parliamentary stuff. And all of a sudden, imagine if every Republican stood up and started filibustering on, on every initiative that was brought to the floor, or excuse me, every item that was brought to the floor. Ten minutes per speech, breaking down. The Democrat leadership's going to pause. They're going to come over. They're going to talk to Republicans. What are you doing? Why, why, are you, why are you nailing this? Why are you beating this to death? We're not going to get anything through in this session at all. Do this. And then if I had been leader, I would have said, and that's exactly what you're going to expect. And they're going to say, okay, well, what do you want? And, and, and then deals are going to get cut. And what I would want and what we would have gotten would have been these initiatives to at least get in a public hearing. 
And we would have also, the other thing that you know, I keep hearing, I'm sure you're hearing it too, is it's, it's not just that there are some heinous bills that the Democrats are putting through. They've always put through these bills. We always had to endure one or two of them a session or maybe a, 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 full, a full cycle. But it's the litany, it's the, it's the volume that they're pushing them through now. And the reason why they're doing that is because this new leadership is refusing to push back behind the scenes in any way, shape, or form. So Democrats are having a heyday and pushing everything through. Before, if they had tried to do that, we would have killed budgets. We yeah. would have brought the house down. We would have slowed everything up and we would have made their lives miserable. And they said, you know what? Okay, no moss. We don't want that. So, and, and in return, what we did, we negotiated behind the scenes and said, all right, we understand you got a majority. We can't outvote you, but you, you pick one or two. If you pick more than one or two of your progressive pieces of crap, then you're not getting your capital budget this year. And good good luck to all these uh, cookie jar projects that you want. Right. And they would they, they would relent. But none of that's being done right now. So and it's it's maddening to sit and watch it from the outside. And the let's go law, I mean, initiatives. These are good initiatives. I mean, these are liberty based initiatives, right? These are these are defensive liberty based initiatives. But again, I want everybody to understand what's coming to your state. And I want you to understand the playbook here, because as I've said on Russia's show, God rest you, Maha, um, for, for many, many years, this is the lib this is the lab. So let's go through some things. They want to make um, good tires illegal. You think I'm kidding and I'm not. They don't want you to be able to purchase tires that last a long time. They want you to have to purchase cheap tires that um, don't last on the road. Why? Because it, it'll fight climate change. This being a one-party state where they years ago could have purchased all electric cars for their fleet, but they didn't because they don't care. This is a payoff. That's one. Tripling property tax. That's another. Calling ammunition for your gun a privilege. That's another. Last cycle, they attempted to pass into law a bill that could that that would make you or, or me uh, posting on social media could be seen as an act of domestic terror. If you're questioning the government, they literally tried to do that. They tried to make it illegal for office holders to question election results. These are all things they've tried to pass. So when Jesse says there's bad things coming up, understand the scope of the bad things, not to mention abortion, et cetera. We'll continue to talk to Jesse Young about what's going on there and about the maneuvers, other maneuvers they could take to stop this and slow this down. As you see in the background, and maybe you can't fully see it, but Jesse has a picture of his beautiful family in the background. And um, he knows what it's like to raise a family in these circumstances. So does John, who's raising a family in, in California. John's son is Alan from Alan Soap. He is 13. He's been through about 18 operations. If you're watching the video service, if you don't yet have video, you can go to video.thetoddhermanshow.com and, and subscribe. 27 cents a day for a yearly commitment. 37 cents a day if you do it uh, monthly. Alan is deeply impacted by autism. He is effectively nonverbal. The little boy you're about to see here, um, working with his brother Ian, they wanted to kill him. They said to John and his wife, let us kill him in the womb. That little boy right there. And that's his brother, Ian, on the left. That's Ian, nine. And they're, hey, they're not going to have good lives. They're going to be useless eaters. Well, John and his wife said, no, that's a young man who loves his soap company. He helps him invent the fragrances. He's doing the packaging and the quality control. And he's thrilled with his work and high five and a family member. Okay. Allen Soaps is something you can do today to double the number of kids that work at Allen's from two to four kids, all of them with special needs. So choose, look the next time you shower or wash your hands, look at the soap you're using, do simple research, go search Dove and use the made up word transgender or Dove and Black Lives Matter, okay? 
figure out where they stand and make a decision where you stand. And then go to allensoaps.com slash Todd to get 10% off all the products there. Made in America, all natural, with three generations of soap making expertise behind that. allensoaps.com slash Todd. So Jesse, in, in the case of these initiatives, the uh, Let's Go Washington initiatives, you gave us one of many, many ways that a minority can slow the process down and can gum up the works, as you said, to stop the leftists from completely taking over. So let me ask you... Uh, Okay, so this is a tough question because these are friends of yours, probably friends of mine. Uh, how many people back there do you think are flat paid off? It, it, I would say a fifth, at a least. Fifth. Leadership is it gets kickbacks all the time, but it's not just paid off, Todd. A lot of them are compromised. The, the, the capital that they trade on is to honeypot people, to give them some type of dalliance and then get it on record. And once they've got you with something, um, they will then, they will then control you. They don't care how they control you, whether it's uh, with a carrot or a stick, as, as long as they can control you, the, the most dangerous person down there is the one that refuses any of the, uh, any of the above. Wait, so that's real. And, the, uh, wait, 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 the honeypot thing. That's real. It's not just buying people off. It's, it's getting them in compromising positions with a, uh, that's real. Todd, you know, right before I came in, they had changed the law a cycle before and before. So back in the two, up through the 2000s, um, before some of these uh, rules uh, changed, the, the lobbyists used to have hookers on, on call. They had hotels that they could send these guys to. If I, it, you used to be able to go down to any of the restaurants in Olympia. And if you, if you came to see me, this, this changed before I got in. But uh, th this is just an example of how bad I think people find this uh, illustrative. I could you you could come down to visit me in Olympia, and I could say, hey, let's go out. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go take you over to this fancy restaurant over here. When we go in there, the mater D is gonna know that I'm a rep. And when he would come over and he'd ask me, he'd, he'd show me a little uh, he'd open up a little black book and he'd say, uh, who's buying your uh, who's buying your dinner tonight? And they'd have a rolodex of of all these credit cards from the lobbyists and the clients that represent that say, Oh, you know what? I think these guys are going to pay tonight and they go pick it up. And I go drop down a three, $400 meal for you to show off in front of you. And I never had to touch it. And, and, and you could never backtrack that because why it was, I never touched the, I never touched my wallet. And, uh, and then uh, the stories that I heard from the lobbyists that have been there a long time about um, different members and how they would, you know, take care of them. And that was their proclivity. Um, but that, a lot of that, a lot of the more egregious stuff changed, but or, or got restricted. But once they did, the the stuff just went more into the shadows. I I can honestly tell you, I've had multiple conversations from different lobbyists that have told me how ashamed they are of some members that have absolutely abused either staff or women and hurt them in the process of doing it. These guys are some of these people down there are sexual predators, and uh, but they're they're your representative. And they're getting away with murder. But as long as they can control you, they keep that crap wrapped up. So, so, the, uh, so the hooker thing, that's real. I mean, I, I heard rumors, but that's real. And then the, the compromising people is real. And then um, I know that a lot of people have businesses. And look, the, the legislature is part time. People need to earn a living. No one has a problem with that. Because you own a business doesn't make you compromised. But I've also heard rumors of, let's say, Health and Human Services coming out or Department of the, uh, you know, um, um, the, the Environmental Department people coming out and looking at people's manufacturing facilities and pulling them aside and saying, yeah, we can let this go. And 
there's been, um, you know, there's been some injuries here, but we could probably let this go if. Um, yeah. And I've heard that that also happens, not in mass, but with key players, where the bureaucracy on behalf of the, the, the prevailing party is coming along and saying, yeah, you had some people file some... Um, some complaints about workplace safety, um, but we'd really like to work with you to make sure we can we can uh, resolve this, which is really just a bribe. Are, are those rumors real? Well, I can tell you there are facts that members that uh, own businesses or parts of uh, of different uh, types of businesses uh, businesses where employee deaths have occurred and then they never get investigated. Um, and you're just referring to examples that you know in the stick and carrot analogy you can either motivate somebody by beating them with a stick or offering them a carrot it happens both ways and sometimes for both for the same individual where uh yeah the things that they may uh they may be doing wrong get overlooked uh but on the other hand uh maybe you're getting more access to state funds i mean the, the ability for the legislature to move uh money around uh from the federal dollars is immense so for example i, I made a post a few weeks ago uh, when it talked about how the state of Washington was diverting COVID funds uh, to illegal immigrants in the state. 364 and, million bucks. Correct. Now, what you what, what was buried in some of these articles when they did the investigation was that the way that they funnel that money is they send it to NGOs. These nonprofits are, the, but who do you think runs these nonprofits? The very donors that are turning back and helping these leaders stay in office. And, 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 and and it, it all kind of gets uh, muddled up with all the federal dollars that come through, and, and and it never really touches the legislature so much as the executive branch agencies that are uh, that are full of bu- unelected bureaucrats that then just siphon the money off. And and what you'll see at the end of the day is they'll they'll give give you reports. Look at all this money that we spent towards homelessness, or that we spent towards mental health, or that we spent towards uh, illegal or to, to immigrants, and they'll they'll cite a big statistic. Uh, that looks like they're they're doing their job, but they don't tell you that you know ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent of that is getting siphoned off through these NGOs that take their fair cut of the of the money, and then invariably you'll notice the if you follow the money you'll see where donors go. Right, and so yeah, it happens to the carrot and the stick all the time. And, 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 and let me give you another example for people around the country because um, again, what happens in the separate country of Washington is headed your way. If you have anyone who's talking in terms of harm reduction, you have anyone who's talking about housing first. Understand something: there are groups like the um, in, in in the separate country of Washington that literally have a billion dollars in real estate assets, but they're nonprofits. And they've amassed that billion dollars of real estate assets through land trades sponsored by the legislature. Um, the Low Income Housing Institute's a great example. I don't know that it's a billion dollars, but near that. Run by the former Democrat Speaker of the House, Frank Chop's daughter, as I recall. And they would do land trades where they get to their business model is they store people in tents and shacks for hundreds of millions of dollars. They never want them to leave the tents and shacks because guess what? That's paying off that property. And then the Low Income Housing Institute, as I recall, I think it was about a billion dollars in assets they had still taking tax dollars. So I have one other question for you, Jesse, because I know you to be a man of God. I know you to put Jesus Christ at the center of your life. So I have one other thing that I don't think people understand, and it has to do with the spiritual health of that fallen country, which is where I think this is all coming from. We'll talk about that with Jesse Young, uh, my friend, and there's links to uh, One Washington and others in the show notes and, and and some news about these initiatives. So you yourself can read these and examine these. 
there are people who fought very, very, very hard um, to to prevent the evil of this country falling into the collapse of pure socialism and pure communism. And here we are, like still in the battle. They're not giving up. They've just changed battlefields. My friend Tim Cruikshank went from being a Navy SEAL, 25 years in the Navy. He was three deployments as a medic with SEAL teams. He was also a BUDS instructor. He's yeah, protecting the family legacy, the coffee company, to provide for his family. He decided to do this the right way, organized under the following phrases, God, country, team. And God goes first in Tim's life. So he created the coffee company to honor fallen Navy SEALs, people who lost their lives defending our country. You can see that. Sometimes I'm not wearing the insignia today, but I'm wearing the bone frog hat. That's what's on the coffee bag, but it's what's in the coffee bags that matter. Tim works with Dave Stewart, who's a Seattle coffee legend. He started Seattle's best coffee. Still, still to this day, better coffee than Starbucks. So Starbucks bought it. And Dave mentors the team on roasts, makes some of the roasts. My current fascination is, is um, Goat Locker. I came home the other day. My wife said, I bought all Goat Locker. She's a big listener to the show. I appreciate that, honey. That's the image of Goat Locker. It comes off of a fantastic naval tradition where unenlisted officers have their own private space that they can go into a room and be far away from the enlisted officers. So even if an admiral or a ship captain knocks, they don't get to come in until the unenlisted officers say, okay, this is a dark French roast. It is hints of flavor of chocolate and nuttiness. It's the only coffee I've ever bragged about the nuances, nuances, because I ain't no fancy palate. Go to bonefrogcoffee.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off your first purchase, 15% off subscription coffee, bonefrogcoffee.com slash Todd. Jesse, you and I probably remember this and, and I don't think I'll ever forget it was the the day that the satanic temple went to celebrate their bill passing in the separate country of washington they and planned parenthood sponsored the perverse pornographic sex ed which is successfully this has been the, the trojan horse to get kids away from their families to show them that the government the the kind government we want you to have sex with all your friends and everybody because it feels good um, that teach blood play to kids in high school, all of this perversity. When that passed, the satanic temple went down to the steps of the Capitol, broke the law, as I recall, by spilling blood and oil on the steps of the Capitol in a, in a religious ceremony, glorifying Satan. And then later, of course, said, well, we don't really believe in Satan. So my question yeah. to you is, A, do you remember that like I do? And B, Jesse, are there people down there who knowingly serve Satan in power or are there people down there that they just don't know they serve Satan? I remember. And uh, yes and yes and kind of. Um, I, I think more, I, I expected to find evil there, Todd. Yeah. Um, I expected to find a really bad evil. You know, there's different levels, you know. But I think what surprised me more was the sh the the volume of sheer ignorance to it down there the blind eye or the the person that just doesn't want to acknowledge it or, or just try to dismiss it away because they don't really think that it is is really there oh you know the phrase come on that's, that's a little conspiratorial jess or todd and i'm like come and just look can't you look you could go see the protests man but more importantly listen listen to what they're saying uh, that used to be uh, one of the phrases uh, that we used to talk about with terrorism. It's like, I actually believe what Iran and the Ayatollah is saying, that they want to kill us. So we're going to implement a policy maybe to 
protect ourselves from it. But when these people come up and when, but listen, all of the political stuff aside, when it comes down, Todd, to your children, to our children, parents being able to protect their children, I got it. I'm holding out hope as a dad, as a, as a, as a dad with two girls that I, I want to see have a future and, and a bunch of boys that I want to see grow up to be good men that will serve and protect others. I want a future for them. And I got to believe that that's where we can claw this back. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm praying, Todd, that a lot of these legislators finally start to wake up and see the evil as it relates to their kid. Because if they can't see that, I, I, again, I, I think you're right. I think that that's the, the line in the sand where we go, maybe it's time to pack up and maybe I got to ask you for some real estate advice over in <laughs> Or where you are. Well, uh, I don't want. I don't want to give it up. I know I'm you a fighter. I know you are. But okay. But Jesse, I just want to be clear, and I just want to. I will have a firm understanding. You saw the the satanic. Well, you didn't see it, but you were aware of the yeah. satanic yeah. Uh, ritual on the steps of the Capitol. Everybody was aware of it. It made it made at least local news, and I think national news. You didn't have. J.T. Wilcox or anyone else in the Republican sellout leadership come along and go. Okay, wait a minute. We just helped them pass a bill that the satanic temple is celebrating. Maybe we went wrong. You didn't have moments of self-reflection. You didn't have people like come to you and say, hey, I know you're a Christian. Can you help me repent? You didn't have any of that? No. And to be, to be very clear, if you want to understand how it really works down there, you get a lot of new legislators that come in. Right now, I don't blame a lot of the legislators currently. If you think about it, Right now, every newly elected legislator that was elected in 2022, and in this case, every newly elected legislator that was elected in 2020 are basically rookies. And I don't mean it derogatorily. I mean that factually. The ones that were elected in 2020 never served on the floor of, because we were all COVID. We were all remote. They never came to Olympia. And so you have a huge group of people that are ignorant to the processes. It takes a while to get your legs underneath you to understand and connect the dots and, and then be able to stand up for that. So the way that leadership wants to operate is number one, they want you to come in as an elected official. And because most people are used to the scenario where you, when you get a new job, you show up on the first day and you, you ask your boss, Hey, where do I sit? And what do you want me to do? Well, they are counting on people to self limit what they do by saying, Hey boss, what do you want me to do? No, 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 no. When you are an elected official, you are your boss. The only boss that you have are the elected officials. They cannot fire you down there. They can make your life hard, but they can't fire you. So you come down there and then you've got to demand that you have the rights to represent your district. But leadership doesn't want you to understand that you have that. So what they do is they get you busy. So like, for example, when the, the, the demonstrations, the satanic demonstrations were going on, they kept everybody busy. They, they scheduled a lot of committee or floor work or other things. And and then so that he can avoid it and not have to discuss or acknowledge that this evil is tied to this legislation, they just keep everybody so busy, they ignore it, and then everybody moves on. The next day, something new pops up, and they keep a lot of people in the dark. A lot of elected officials are in the dark. They don't know that this stuff is going on because they haven't been around long enough, and typically – by the time they get experienced enough to call it out, they've either been compromised or leadership of their own party has purged them. I was fortunate because I was able to last long enough. And then in a, in a very contentious district, I was able to hustle, uh, you know, work hard enough to be able to support my campaign without party support. 
And once I was able to get established, they couldn't take me out anymore. I was able to define my own my own terms. But most legislators, that's a really tough endeavor to raise that much money. Yep. And I just I I figured that the Lord was blessing me for being true to the convictions that he's he's told me to go uh, fight for. Yep. God's word never and, turns uh, void. But most of these legislators are completely ignorant and they don't last long enough. Uh, if they do uh, to, to, to make the fight or they compromise yeah. and then they stay longer. Well, I agree with you that this is the last, the last, I, this is it. If you don't have parental rights, you don't have family. If you don't have family, you don't have a country. Uh, c- countries stand on the backs of healthy families. And Jesse, one more time, the name of the initiative um, that one Washington supporting. Well, if they, if they want to know all the details okay. of what we're doing, just go to one Washington com okay. uh, one word but the initiative is initiative 2081 again okay. there are fires but that's the that's the preeminent one and this initiative 2081 uh would create a parents bill of rights got it 2081 so if you live in the separate country of washington your last chance i think is 2081 um you got to go um you got to go uh, um uh, push that 2081 and there's a link to one washington in the show notes Jesse, appreciate you coming on. You know, it's my habit. You've been on the show countless times to ask you to go with God's good grace. So I do ask you to do that. Be praying for you. This is the Todd Herman Show. Father God, thank you for telling us we'd face times like these where good is called evil and evil is called good. Thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit indwelled in us, which is actually the kingdom of heaven against which we can measure all spirits. Thank you for sacrificing us, for praying for us. In John 17, you prayed for us. Before you faced the cross, you thought, ahead to pray for us because you love each and every one of us you first loved us so we love you this is the todd herman show please go be well be strong be kind and please make every effort to abide with christ that is to walk with him on a minute-by-minute basis how much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.